the fuck was that? I'll tell you what that was, ladies and gentlemen. That was our new theme song, uh, composed and written for us by Matthew Joseph Payne, formerly of the Glowing Stars. And unlike our previous theme song, it is ours. And I know, I know that the previous theme song meant a lot to a lot of you. Uh, Helix Nebula has a place in your hearts, but the problem is we don't own it. And we do own this one. We can use it in perpetuity without fear of ever getting slapped with a cease or desist, uh, which I want to make clear has not happened. I'm just heading this off at the past. But uh, I, I hope that you can find it in your hearts to accept this and, and love it the way that you did our previous theme song. Uh, so moving forward, I'm your host, Michael Raparas. With me in the kitchen studio are, as always, Tyler Wilde. And joining us for the first time ever from Games Radar, <laughs> Ryan Telgenic. Ryan Telgenic. Thank you. And returning triumphantly after a week. Vainy and triumphant. After being, one whole week of being gone. It's your first week of being gone. Oh, yes. My first week of being gone. I'm back. And Lewis. Yay. 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 I told you guys I'd be back. Yeah, eventually. I don't think they believed it. There was Where'd a lot of teary-eyed, like, oh, I miss you, Anne. That's not true. Yeah, That's yeah. not true at all. Yeah, <laughs> I got, like, two messages on Twitter, and Everyone they were very sweet. <laughs> a lot of them sent, sent messages to me for some reason, uh, saying I they were going to miss you. Whatever, guys. Talk to me. It'll make me feel better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't send that shit to Or to VG Michael. Apocalypse, which you can follow on Twitter, VG Apocalypse. Yes, Sometimes you'll hear things before anybody else. No, oh, yeah. They followed me, so I blocked him. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> what? I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't know anyone named BG. I only follow people I know on Twitter. You're right. Oh. FYI. Why, mm. why would you follow me? <laughs> Except a follow from the Twitter of the show that you're regularly a part of. Yeah, I think whatever. I missed like one episode. <laughs> <laughs> if that. All right. So um, normally we start every show with a top five uh, in honor of... Last week's big Xbox One <laughs> reveal, uh, we're making this show about dogs. The only thing we remember. <laughs> Yay. Hero Number dogs, five. villain dogs, dogs that climb on rocks. <laughs> that, that is, of course, Rush. <laughs> From the Mega Man series, so good. Uh, doesn't doesn't talk much in the games. Like uh, this, this is about what he sounds like in the games. Oh! <laughs> that so, was super brief. <laughs> yeah, he he howls, he barks, and only in like the later like Mega Man Seven and Eight, I think. Otherwise, he's pretty silent. So we had to pull a sound clip from the TV show. But everybody who's played a Mega Man game knows Rush. Everybody loves Rush. He's mm. Mega Man's robot dog companion. Who can turn into a rocket sled or a spring, <laughs> which a robot should totally need? You know, Fun fact: real dogs also rocket sled. Yeah, yes, I had a dog me. totally did that when I was a kid. Yeah, that dog got hit by a I car. I had a dog who did it. <laughs> All yesterday. the best dogs do that. If your dog didn't, you clearly had a defective dog. Return mm. it immediately. Mm-hmm. My dog was broken. But let's, let's be honest; yeah. those aren't the. That's not the point. Also, of a the submarine. Dog. Turning into a submarine or, or a rocket sled. Uh-huh. It was about bonding emotionally with the character. It was about, uh-huh. you know, it was about These creating were your dog friends. a character mm-hmm. that yep. will make you feel something. Uh-huh. And I mean, that's next generation gaming. That's, it that's, just is. That's true. It's, it's next gen and it's also 8 bit. <laughs> and yeah, I, I felt things deeply for Rush every time that I would summon him, like an, an object to be used, used. and thrown away. <laughs> 
I wish I wish at some point you tried to summon Rush and the band Rush just like flew <laughs> into the screen. Oh man, that'd be amazing. Uh, and then you ride them like a rocket sled while they while totally, they just, while they rock out. Yeah, mm-hmm. or they just like rip out a great solo. That would be pretty cool. You just you just summon the Rush Jet and Getty Lee's. No, not Getty Lee. Who's who's the the drummer for for Rush? I believe his name is Tom Sawyer. Tom, is it Tom Sawyer? <laughs> no, you're just making that up. That's their song. But the drummer, I just, I just know he has like this gigantic like 360 degree rig. That, so he can just turn around and, and rock right. out oh, yeah, in any yeah. direction. Because he's the greatest drummer of all time, or so mm-hmm. so drummers I know tell me. Uh, Neil yeah. Peart? Whatever. I've never is heard that of that name? guy. I don't, I don't know. I just, I'm listing off drummers I know, and Neil, Neil Peart is one of them. Neil uh, Peart, lead drummer of the band Nirvana. Yes. Tyler, you're, you're Canadian. Don't you know this? <laughs> I don't know anything Come on, about Rush. <laughs> anything about Rush. It's so hot in here. <laughs> it is. It's so hot. My, uh, my Canadian brain warm. can't think. <laughs> I only operate in under 30 degrees Fahrenheit. I'm sorry. I well, have... you're, you're wearing a flannel underneath a jacket <laughs> yeah, in your own house. Really no sense in In late May, we're does, almost in June. Does Canada use Celsius? <laughs> yes, of course. They, use Ro- they actually use Rogers. <laughs> That's uh, what they use. <laughs> That's a cell phone. <laughs> How do you even know that, Ryan? That's a cell phone company. That's like the Canadian Also the AT&T. internet company. And it's just a man in his shack that runs all of those services. <laughs> his, his, his name, name is Rogers. His name is actually Bob. So I don't know where Rogers is. Which is shorthand from. for Rogers. Roger. Oh yeah, of course. As of now. <laughs> As of this moment, right now. <laughs> All right. So well, we should be talking about dogs. Right? Yeah, yeah. Robot dog rush. Mm-hmm. Not, not really an emotional attachment beyond the one fostered by most eight bit games. Mm. Um, it's more of a nostalgic attachment than it is a, yeah, an emotional. Attachment. Yeah, and his his uh, performance in the TV show a little embarrassing, frankly, to listen to. Just Subpar. Subpar is off his game. Scooby Doo is subpar. This is like this makes Scooby Doo look like fucking Hamlet. Mm. (laughs) Dog Hamlet. Dog Hamlet. (laughs) Yeah. How is Scooby Doo subpar? Yeah, that's a great yeah, I'm sorry. Actually, Back I the fuck up that. off my yeah, eyes. Yeah. I'm a little bit uh, he, baffled there. He ate a lot of snacks, had uh-huh. some amazing sandwiches, and made some cool noises come out of his face. Uh-huh. He, yeah. he, he invented Ruh-ro. dogs talking, being just replacing every other syllable with the R. That's true. <laughs> that was his invention. That was later co-opted by uh, Brain of Inspector Gadget. Ah. Oh, Brain, I miss that dog. We both we that was weird. Simon, <laughs> ah. ah, we had a, we had an epiphany. We at both the same we time. both recognized what Michael was saying. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to audibly let him know that we understood. Ah. <laughs> Yes, Inspector Gadget yeah. is a show. Yeah, <laughs> was was a show. Yeah, well, but much in the the way that uh, Mega Man characters are named after musical styles in Japan, whereas Mega Man is rock, uh, bass is actually forte, and uh, Proto Man is blues. Uh, Rush in Japan is known as Rashu, as most Japanese words are. Because yeah. if you like beer, for example, is biru. So uh-huh. it's just like you just uh, add a real. I'm Ryan Talzin, yeah, and was, I know how to say stuff in Japanese. I, I, I only that was a false. I, I only learned how to say beer because when I was there, I ordered a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. And then in the morning, you ordered a kohi, <laughs> aspirin <laughs> from Stabaru, <laughs> Tylenol Rue, please. Four of them. <laughs> oh, it's fun to say Quit American stuff. Quit speaking other languages. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, Rashu. I don't. Rashu. Well, I don't, it's I don't just. Get it. I, I just thought to make to look it up to say like okay well what what was his name in Japan? It's like oh it's it's just Rush. Oh okay. so he really is named after the band Rush. Is I, what you're saying? I guess so. He could be. He, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't put it past yeah. them. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> might make sense. He's a red dog in a helmet. What more do you need? Would have made more sense for him to be Roldu because 
rock and roll. But roll is already rock's sister. Right. Stupid. That's stupid. You're stupid. Which is admittedly a bad name for a woman. <laughs> roll? Roll, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Would you prefer she be named Rock? They, they beefed up uh, Roll's role in the cartoon, too. They, they made her wear pants and have her own arm cannon. So. <laughs> Whereas before she just stood around and was like, mm. yeah, pretty much. Well, she's she's a house just hanging out in her underwear. I was just hanging around in a little dress, sweeping she's a, things. She's That's the what type she of woman most should be. One reason, oh. according no, Whoa. Not, not according to me, but according to science. Japan. Oh, yeah, and, and science. <laughs> it's true. We are all genetically uh, programmed to be good at uh-huh. wearing dresses and cleaning, and cleaning stuff and cooking. As you can see by the kitchen we are in right now, I'm real good at cleaning. <laughs> well, you don't actually live here. That's so. true. I'm yeah. just here five or six days a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't live here, though. <laughs> right. She lives in my den of muck. <laughs> You're a muck den, if you and will. Somehow I've gotten used to the smell. <laughs> Amazing, because I haven't yet. It's, it's only taken it's, her it's, almost it two time. nostrils. It takes time. <laughs> All right, shall we move on? Please, let's. <laughs> yeah. Number four. That is, of course, the sound of Missile from uh, from Ghost Trick. Oh, of course. Boy, everyone in this room who played Ghost nope, Trick. Nope, I did, I did not. Actually, this is the second level, right, uh-huh. where you're in the um, the apartment. Yes. And there's the woman's dog, yeah. Missile. So when you, when you find Missile, Missile is didn't. an adorable Pomeranian. <laughs> yes. Um, but the thing, like, when you first find him, he's dead, and you meet his ghost, and then you have to rewind time to arrange events so that he will not be dead, and his mistress will not be kidnapped by thuggish hitmen who want to kill this other woman you're trying to protect. Right, because you're supposed to, you're supposed to m- manipulate objects to make him alert mm-hmm. his mistress that something yes. is off. Yeah. So Mi- Missile looks really dopey. He's mm-hmm. he's just again this tiny little Pomeranian and yet he exhibits more strength of character and bravery than a lot of the characters in most games. He does actually. And it's and it's really weird because when yeah. you first meet him he's like, "Yo, uh what's up?" And he's really excited to meet you because he's a dog. <laughs> but then he he's he always is kind of in his dog way talking about how he he wants to be brave. And he wants mm-hmm. to save the day. And because because you met him when he was dead, and you're also a ghost through the entire game, uh, he can perceive and communicate with you after that. So whenever right. you see him, he will talk to you, and and he will frequently help you out uh, on you know these manipulative puzzle things that you mm-hmm. have to go through. Dogs can't talk in real life. I wish you, they you could. Know, for that but end. I wish they could. <laughs> this this is a digression, but you saying I have more friends. <laughs> you saying he's a ghost when you meet him reminds me that Anne and I saw on Netflix. Oh, ghost today. cat. <laughs> saw a ghost dog. What? Ghost a, cat. A, a Canadian made-for-TV move, movie starring Ellen Page called Ghost Cat. We thought it was a, a horror movie about ghost cats, but apparently it's a family movie about a girl who lived in her family. But there is, but there is a ghost cat. But it's not a horror movie about cats that it's, fucking it's maul people from beyond the grave. It's a version of Casper, right? Yeah, I guess. We didn't watch she, it. I was hoping really... for like cat paranormal activity. Paranormal captivity. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. Starting a production crew. Uh, okay. You may have just funded. Un, uh, unwittingly given away a huge spoiler about the game, but I won't go past that because <laughs> only people who finished it will understand what that means. I I didn't finish it. I pa- literally stopped captivity. after the level that we just talked about. So. 
And I, I would spoil the ending, Page. but I don't want to because I think this is one of the more meaningful games that with a with a very surprising ending. Hmm. So I, I don't want to spoil anything. So, okay. um, but yeah, Missile's a really cool little dog. Uh, he's of a breed a weak that bark. you would not typically associate with being cool because Pomeranians Charles are Lee annoying really dogs. Pearl, Pomeranians. He's Charles also Lee mm-hmm. from from Assassin's Creed Three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a big fan of him. There's a picture of him just surrounded by parades. <laughs> it's, it's pretty great. It's like I the might... queen with corgis. Yeah, it's great. Mm. All right, let's move on. This little doggy's not around to help him. Yeah, where is that mod of yours? Off chasing fire trucks? <laughs> that is, of course, Shadow from Dead to Rights Retribution. The nut-biting dog. Yeah. I like how you always say that is... Of course, of course, and I never have any idea what the hell you're talking <laughs> oh, about. Oh man, that game! You could actually play as Shadow. I don't even know it's what that amazing. is. You can, you can play as he. He's a dog, obviously. Uh-huh. A big like he's like a husky wolf yeah, mix husky something. something. He's a huge dog. Big fluffy who, dog. He uh, he brings you uh, guns and ammo <laughs> if you want. Uh, he can be used to attack people. He's basically Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah you play you play as him several times. Your catch. Yeah. He tosses you coins. He flips one with his one of his opposable paw, uh, thumb paws. Yes, because dogs have opposable <laughs> thumb paws. <laughs> then you can catch it. it makes it cool. But, so. uh, the coolest thing thing about Shadow is when you're playing as him, uh, you can sneak around and, and take down people. And it is possible to actually incapacitate gang members by literally tearing their nuts off. Wow. And uh, That would be incapacitating, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's not I don't think it's I think it's one of those things where like you don't see like an actual chunk of flesh come out of the pants good. or anything like that. Well, but well good. It's yeah. just like like the dog is lifting them up by their junk, which is held in his teeth. So it's that's it's my kinda... one go to attack move too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's fun. Also mine. That is also oh, my attack move. Oh good. Yeah. But there's there's like a demo of of the. Uh, one of the developers saying, like, now I use a, a light bark to dr- uh, draw this guard away from his post. And then uh, I, I go around the other side and sneak up on him. And, you know, it's it's very undog-like. Rip, rip, rip his nuts off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rip those nuts right off. The game, not particularly great, but memorable, certainly. Yeah, well, it was not a f- not very friendly to nuts. I mean, no, it was, it was really over the top. But, yeah, there were a I lot thought of it was fun. <laughs> really violent takedowns where you're shooting or just blasting, kneeing people in the nuts. Rated M for mature. I can't. You can't it's hard it. to say M with yeah. like R. Rated Rem. <laughs> there you go. For <laughs> mature. Mm, sure, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Oh, row, row, yeah, row, <laughs> But uh, yeah, Shadow, pretty awesome dog. Okay, well, moving, moving on. on. <laughs> Number two, it is a dog. That is the big thing. <laughs> that is the big thing. <laughs> That's Peter Molyneux talking about the dog that was added to the Fable series, starting with Fable Two. Yes. He sounded so excited about that dog. Oh, oh, we <laughs> have more. Yeah, you want to hear him sounding excited about a dog? I do. Here you go. This dog absolutely loves you. Loves you in a way that no other computer game character ever has. That dog loves you so fucking much. Why won't you just love him? How much does he love you? So fucking much. He worries about you. He wants to make you happy. He wants to please you. He loves the things that you like. He hates the things that you dislike. He will do anything to keep you safe. 
dog will do dirty oh shit for you. Oh my god! Did, my, did my, he have a childhood dog that died tragically and like my dedicated dog, his life to making games? Probably. Just, so my dog hates doing dishes. <laughs> my, well, the the point that he's he's making there is he wanted to design a dog like a companion dog. But the key thing is, like, we we can't make the dog at all aggravating. We have to make the player character love the dog. Yeah. So kind of aggravating. And so sometimes. we have to make him lovable. Yeah, like every other video I was looking for on YouTube to mine for sound effects for this, it's like the, there's like a glitch where the dog just sort of floats in the air, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like all these videos titled "The Dog Is Useless." It's like That's going why. just like yeah, being followed around by this floating canine that it just does not move, just sort of twirls in the air. <laughs> That's why I love Peter Molyneux is that he actually does have great ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, use a use a dog character to make the character have a connection. That's great. But then just like this bumbling, hilarious clown, it always ends up like backfiring and, and, and he talks it up too much and then we're all like yeah. the I, problem I, is that they are good ideas, but then he never gets to realize them the way he meant to, and uh-huh. I, it's almost a tragic story. I like to think it's that, like, well, he's not the only one trying to realize these ideas. Mm. He's he's got a a team of people and finite resources, and so oh, what's yeah. in his head might not come out the same as what's what's on the. In the Find game. out what's in I that remember cube, we'll, a lot we'll of know. people got super pissed off at this dog just because. Every time there's treasure nearby, the dog just starts barking and barking and barking and barking mm-hmm. and barking. If you had been more and like it'll Elizabeth. run off and start digging at a spot where there's treasure, and you're like, "Fine, fucking dog, I will come find this treasure." But I actually kind of like the dog just because, you know, he helps you out in battle, and, and mm-hmm. that dog is cool in my book. Man, I really want a version of Bioshock Infinite now where Elizabeth is a dog, and the whole thing <laughs> is about rescuing your dog, and it's, it turns out in the end. Oh wait! Oh, oh! I'm gonna bleep that out. Bleep that. I'm bleeping that out. I forgot that not everyone in the world listening has played that game. <laughs> I'm bleeping that out. <laughs> anyway, just think Bioshock Infinite can, Elizabeth think is of, a dog. Think of all the meaningful dog versations you could have. <laughs> oh, man. With Elizabeth. <laughs> that dog. Why is that dog missing part of its paw? I don't know. I don't know. As long as the uh, the dog version wears... A nice dress. <laughs> I'll be okay. With it. And every uh-huh. time you commit a, an act of violence, it puts one paw over its nose. Oh, oh my! And you just feel so bad. Oh God! In fact, so violent. I'd probably feel worse if the dog looked ashamed of me, like while I was killing people. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just God, Elizabeth. You've seen this a million Shut times. But up, if it's a dog, then it's like I'm so sorry. This is my life. What do you want from me, dog? <laughs> Oh, I and wish then, dogs were in every game. And then it immediately throws you a coin, and it's fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's all right, buddy. Here you go. Bing! <laughs> Woof. Would it, would it throw you that coin with its teeth or with a it paw? Would, yeah, it I certainly guess. would do a sideways, like, like a... Like, just do that sort of thing they do on TV sometimes, where it's like an obvious puppet paw reaches out from off screen <laughs> yeah. and, and toss, stiffly tosses you a coin. Uh, we're turning Bioshock Infinite into an SNL skit, and I <laughs> like it. <laughs> Uh, clearly, we should film this and have the resources to film it. Yes. Obviously, mm-hmm. I could steal a dog from somewhere. We'll be fine. But yeah, Fable I have three of them. Fable two dog. You I guess don't. you can. Can you get different dogs, or is it just that you can change its breed? You right. can change its breed, but no, I think you're kind of stuck with the same dog the whole game. Right. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. yeah, you get you get a dog also in you Fable can, three. You can well yeah you, that. And then I also kind of wanted to shout out uh, the Mabari Warhounds. 
in Dragon Age 2. You could get those by doing a small side quest. Oh, yeah. Quest. Wow, yeah. You have I to go those. grab some... Oh, yeah, those were great. They were, but I always felt kind of conflicted using one because I, in my head, I'm like, I can use a dog or I can use somebody that shoots spells out of their hands. But the weird thing was the dog was usually more effective. Way more effective, yeah. yeah. Super effective, even. <laughs> but, I mean, especially since you get them right in the beginning of the game when... You don't really have super great teammates at that point, yeah. so it's like, oh, cool. I cool have a dog moves. friend. And uh, yeah, I really like that dog. Yeah, he's nice. Great. What if there was a dog that could shoot spells out of its paws? And it oh, like that a, would be rad. Like well, a wizard dog. I mean, like, ooh, what? I think what do you like, want? we keep what coming back to know? Bioshock Infinite with dogs. <laughs> we really do. <laughs> what if the dog could open tears? Oh my god! <laughs> it just opens. Oh up my to dog! Like <laughs> a beach or a field, like a fire hydrant. It sees a squirrel and runs through the tear. You're like, you're changing the timeline like people with bloody noses are freaking out everywhere because it's chasing a squirrel through space and time it opens a tear into uh, an alternate universe where you're gigantic and it, the tear is open in your mouth and it goes in there and poops and you're like no no stop it dog. dog stop stop it's a very weird universe you've created michael why do you why is that where you go i don't know it made sense to me it's like okay where's the worst place a dog you make leaps no one else can neighbor's yard uh president's desk uh inside of your mouth yes that's where it should open the tear too on its own balls there you go tdar fans So okay. wait, take a drink. <laughs> Any more? I'm out of drink. I need to get more. Here you go. Uh, it was more an exhortation to the audience than okay, to yeah. you. No, 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 no. No, he's no, no, no. He's no? really okay. saying I'm out of a drink. Right. Stop right. the podcast so I can get another drink. You said we're not take gonna a drink. S- we're not going to stop the podcast no, for you. Don't no, stop. This train doesn't stop. We're rolling. moving on to number here. one, and you're going to miss it. I'm over here. We're moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you could tell what that was yeah. right off the bat. That's, that's dog meat from yeah. Fallout 3. I was wondering where My dog meat would show up in this. Dog. Obviously, number yeah. one. Okay, good. Uh, Fallout, Fallout 3 specifically, but dog yeah. meat appeared, I think, in all the Fallout games. Or was he, was he in Fallout 1? I don't know. I don't know he if wasn't he was in, in New Fallout Vegas. 1. He wasn't in New Vegas because that was yeah. Rex. Yeah, Rex Rex the Cyber Mutt. He was the definitely in 2. I know that much. Mm. Um, I don't know if he was in all of them. Mm. I think 1, yeah. Dogmeat rules. Dogmeat yeah. is, cool. is, so, is pretty cool. Because, so hey, best. he's a dog named Dogmeat. That doesn't but make he, any sense at all. He can die so easily. I kept having I, to reload I lost, saves. I lost him. I, I know. I felt so bad he, every time I lost him. I think I had a glitch happen or something where I was walking around and he just got, uh, he just wandered off. And he and was gone forever. Yeah. And I and, and I was like, I don't know if this is a problem with the game or if it's something wrong with me. He just sort of clipped <laughs> He's through just a like, wall nah, and disappeared. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. reminds this me, guy's a dick. Like yeah. the way Fallout handles like dog meat or, or companion stuff running around is sort of like Skyrim, where they'll follow you and you can tell them to go home at any time. Mm-hmm. So one of our guys at PC Gamer took his wife to like one of the expansion con- the dog expansion continent. Wife? No, in Skyrim. <laughs> yes. <laughs> dog meat's wife. No, he took his wife in Skyrim to the continent in the expansion, which I can't remember the name of, and then told her to go home and then followed her to see what happened. And she just walks into the water and <laughs> swimming. <laughs> That's it, bitch. You swim home. <laughs> he, like, he follows her all the way back to the house. And it's hilarious. She goes on all kinds of adventures while he's like, watching. Because <laughs> they wanted to see if she really would. Anyway, digression. Dog meat. However, we'll also get lost. I lost him at some point where it's like, I don't think he's dead, but I left him somewhere and I don't know where he is. Yep. Yep. Mm. But I, I did like Rex, the, the cyber mutt, and that uh, he, he was a weird 
he he had kind of a weird arc when you meet him. Like he's owned by uh, an Elvis impersonator mm-hmm. named mm-hmm. the King, who runs a gang of Elvis impersonators, <laughs> which um, is my favorite thing that exists. It's yeah, so great. That was pretty badass because they found a school for Elvis impersonators, and so they figure like, well, this guy must have been pretty important, so let's model our lives after him. Michael, was it you that mentioned the? Roving gang of old ladies, which yes. I believe is a Monty Python reference. Uh huh. But they yeah. they are in New Vegas. Oh man, those yeah. are way better than the Elvis. Gang. I just started playing New Vegas, and I of course took the uh, Weird West. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Whatever the perk is, they get yeah. to that. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Um. But anyway, he he basically gives you Rex and says like, you know, he's he's got problems with his brain. He needs, needs a, a new, new one. So you you go and you have to find him a new brain, like from a. And, and Isn't I think the guy own a junkyard you have to go to or something. Probably, I think what oh. I ended up doing was uh, I went to Caesar's camp, like the the weird Roman legionary guys, mm-hmm. and uh, managed to get the brain of a like a fighting pit dog or something from oh. them, and oh, then boy. have it transplanted into Rex's skull. And then Rex is like, you know, oh, I'm all better now because I have a new brain. And oh, that doesn't drastically change my personality nah. or anything. He's fine. No. Nah, that, yeah, that wouldn't make any sense if it did, right? Yeah. That dog was so cool, though. I know. Dog with yeah. exposed brain under a dome. Mm. Like something out of 50 sci-fi. Like everything else in Fallout. Yeah. But also dog meat. Is cool. They're yeah. both cool. Fallout yeah. just gets dogs. Mm-hmm. They're your best friend, and they're fucking, they're fucking monsters when it comes to fighting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder how much they had to pay royalties wise to Peter Molyneux for that. <laughs> and who knows? Maybe we'll see an even better dog when Call of Duty Ghosts comes out. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Hey, I mean that dog is adorable. I mean, <laughs> the fact that it became a joke, I think, is only attributed to the fact that it was the most notable thing of the conference. But mm. they showed that dog in the little mocap suit. You're oh. like, oh. Not even that, but the, oh, but the part so where they're cute. where they're animating its jaw move, and it's just like that clip is embedded in my brain forever because it's so beautiful. Because mm-hmm. uh, someone made a, a gif out of it. They're like, check the this best. out. And his mouth closes. I'm like, <gasps> no. <laughs> Next gen. How happened this? Rex gen. Rex gen. <laughs> Rex gen gaming. Mm-hmm. Color doggy. <sighs> Oh yeah, Color that's doggy. pretty great. Needs pretty needs X-Bones. <sighs> I, I, the first time everybody I saw, everybody made that joke. Yeah, I did definitely yeah. in an article and on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I didn't make that joke because I saw everybody else making it. But actually, mm-hmm. when I saw people writing X-Bone, I didn't realize they were. It was Xbox One. I thought they were making Call of Duty jokes <laughs> until I was like, oh, they don't. They don't right. mean for me to say X-Bone, but now that console is forever X-Bone. Sorry, it is. guys. Yeah, you sure true. thought about the nicknames yep. when you named it Xbox One. Mm-hmm. X-Bone. All right. We'll talk more about X-Bone when we come yep. back from break. Uh, right now, we're going to take a short breather. Uh, stay tuned. Hey! Come here, buddy! boy! Don't smell me there! <laughs> Society in many dogs, in many variations, come on, let's talk. Interesting facts that you can share with people who really care. The powerful jaw, the hidden dupe Some dogs talk on the telephone. Dogs can't sweat, eat it some meat. Some dogs look before crossing the street. Of the dog. We are the dog. 
Hey everybody, hope you're enjoying the show so far. If you are, there are a few ways you can support us and keep our momentum going. You can subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. We especially love five-star reviews. You can buy stuff through the Amazon links on our site, and we'll get a little cut of any money you spend. You could buy a t-shirt, a Vigigame Apocalypse t-shirt, which looks extremely sexy, from store.lasertimepodcast.com. You could comment on our articles or post on our forums, and let us know what you like or don't like about the show. Uh, we may take your suggestions under advisement. You never know. Finally, you could tell a friend about us and uh, create more VGA fans to talk to about Vigigame Apocalypse, or you could follow us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, this is our second segment, meaning we get to talk about games that are coming out this week. Uh, chief among these, probably this week, it's another dry week, we got Grid 2 coming out. But since Mike Grimm isn't here, we're going to move right along to talking about <laughs> Fuse. <laughs> if you like racing games, you'll probably like gr- Grid yeah, 2. Grid 2. Just, I mean, Stay into the genre. It's a game about driving your car. I don't I'm know. Mike Grimm. No, Dark Naruto, 420. <laughs> <laughs> Grid 2 is great. That's weird. That's that almost every exactly conversation like I've ever right? had with Michael Grimm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> All right, so Fuse, uh, shooter by Insomniac, their first non Platform exclusive game mm. uh, published published by EA, right? Yep. Yep. Um, I played a little bit of, of it. Um, it kind of feels like if you took the co-op multiplayer from Resistance Two and turned it into a third-person shooter. But I'm interested to hear what you thought of it, uh, Ryan, since you reviewed it and I only played through the first level. Yeah. Um, so Fuse, they're like you mentioned, third-person uh, co-op shooter, four players. Uh, I mean, it's it's built around this aspect. Like each character has a super special weapon powered by an alien substance, right. and they all do wildly different things. And, and what is the name of that substance? Fuse. Oh, <laughs> the, the same, what a mystery! The same name as the game. <laughs> so clever. Um, you know, the thing is, like, those weapons are really cool, and they all do very, very, very neat things. Like, there's one that uh, um, turns people into black holes when they die, and that's kind of like this AOE crowd control weapon because it knocks anybody nearby back. Um, there's a crystallizing gun that turns uh, people that it turns people into like crystal statues, also kind of a crowd control type weapon. Um, one character has a crossbow that incinerates people. And then uh, another has a mag shield. Yeah, Yeah, the the giant shield that everybody's seen in every trailer. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also that shoots out a pulse of like uh, vaporizing energy that just immediately kills anybody it touches. When it comes to crowd control, Riot Police could take a lesson from video games. Like, why don't... (laughs) Why don't they have these weapons? The answer is... I don't understand. Yeah, quit throwing tear gas. Just turn people into black holes. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, obviously. Come on. Well, I thought it was kind of strange, you know, playing through the first part. It's like, you know, none of the 
the bad guys have fuse-powered weapons. They do later. A, a big point is made that we can't let them have fuse-powered weapons, and yet they all have ammo that can be put into your fuse-powered weapons. Yeah, it really doesn't make any sense. And uh, in, in the later parts of the game, the only fuse-powered weapons you fight against are enemies with mag shields. Other than that, you'll never fight against anyone that has... Uh, incinerating crossbows or black hole making guns or anything like that. So, so it's it's sort of like Bioshock Infinite in that respect, in that you will rarely, if ever, find anybody who yeah, uses say just, vigors against you. Right, exactly. Um, and while the guns those are really crow really cool, people. <laughs> oh man, those people were intense. They're yeah. so hard. Yeah. And then the firemen—they're like the only ones who ever use vigors. Yeah, yeah it's so weird. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, and they, and they try and set it up in such a way where where that's supposed to make sense. They're like, this is the secret technology that nobody knows. And your very first mission is surprise. You go to this uh, secret base to try and destroy it, but yeah. no. Nope, At Groom it's too Lake, late. aka Area Fifty Two mm-hmm. or Fifty One, whatever it is. I think that's. <laughs> Because I played the demo at an EA thing like months ago. I think that's the level I played as. And and I did play as the guy with the shield, uh-huh. but I didn't have the upgrade that lets you shoot that so, blast forward. Sorry, so I, just I was like just walking around with a shield. Of a conspiracy theorist accidentally going to Area 52. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like there's a janitor and he's like, Hello. <laughs> Area Fifty Two was the like the game that was the sequel to Area Fifty One. I think <laughs> was it? I forget. <laughs> the arcade shooter. I don't know. Were yeah, there uh, more aliens there? I take it. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the thing is, like, d- despite the fact that those weapons do some awesome things, the act of shooting them is not that fun, because the way the game is designed, it's like this uh, third-person shooter slash RPG hybrid, where it's kind of almost tries to take a cue from Borderlands in the sense that everything you're doing is earning you experience points. When you level up, you can uh, purchase a new uh, skill for your character. Um, The problem is, there's only one skill tree and every single character has the same exact skill tree. Hmm. Except for um, some some, uh, skills that are specific to the weapons that they have. So, say... Your 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 mag shield now does a little bit more damage when you shoot it as a gun, um, versus uh, somebody else's black hole rifle that now also does a little bit more damage when it turns people into black holes. Like the skill tree is exactly the same for every single character, and it feels like, you know, the the only way to differentiate your playstyle from anybody else's is by deciding which gun you like best, versus like building your character. And so what happens is like the skill tree ends up feeling really superficial because it really doesn't add anything and and usually the benefits of the points that of the skills you're putting points into are so minor that they like don't translate into any tangible like feeling of becoming more powerful because it's like you now have one percent more chance to have a critical hit and it's like i don't what the fuck like that's not going to do anything and so it's like it comes really frustrating because it's a problem with a lot of games where it's like they want to give you so much, you know, quote unquote customization that mm-hmm. the the choices you make are so minor that it really feels like it's just busy work on top of. No, it really is. It's like a, it's like this carrot on the stick that at first you're like, oh, well, because the one cool thing that you can unlock for every character is a secondary ability where like uh, one of them can cloak or the mag shield can actually be used as a weapon when you unlock that uh, that perk or whatever. Um, and like those are really cool and there are some really neat things embedded in that tree but there are so few and far between that it just always feels like mm-hmm. it's just not even worth chasing uh, and and the thing is like you can run out of wep- uh, ammo too for your fuse guns and have to use regular assault rifles and shotguns and stuff and those f- like those are even weaker and uh, <laughs> sound even weaker than than the fuse guns you had so it's 
It's like, obviously, these these enemies have these huge health pools because you're meant to try and chain together the effects of your guns and, and actually use one of the guns as a crowd control gun and use one as a defensive weapon to mitigate damage. But really, all it ends up doing is make makes everything feel way too underpowered. So, obviously, this game is meant to be played with a group of people. But when you play by yourself, can you kind of switch between the characters quickly? Or are you yeah, stuck you with... Yeah, yeah. When, when you play by yourself, AI takes control of all the other agents. So, mm -hmm. you're always having four people on the screen at once it's just a matter of whether they're controlled by ai or other players um and yeah if, if, as long as an agent you want to play isn't being controlled by another player you can swap to it instantly at any time and some of your experience points carry over too when you do that meaning like you can you're not gonna if you're like a level 12 jacob who has the incinerating crossbow and you switch to another character they don't start at level one like they'll start at probably like level eight or nine and you can build up their points that way so it's it's kind of neat um, to be able to do that, and that definitely helps to um, to kind of keep things feeling a little bit fresh because you don't have to commit to just one of the guns, yeah. right? Because they're all tied to a specific character, right? All right, so yeah, fuse. Uh, what did what did you end up giving that? I ended up giving that a a three out of five. All right, okay. yeah. So it's a it's a it's a it is a decent game. It's a fun, uh, mindless co op shooter. But uh, maybe not something you'd recommend. Yeah, it's not uh, not something to dump Is sixty bucks screen? into. Probably, um, you can do two player split screen. There are so few games coming out now that are split screen, like Dead uh, Dead Island, not split screen. Um, uh, yeah. Dead Space, not split screen. I was trying to play both of those mm. split screen. You just yeah. can't. Yeah, which is unfortunate. Mm -hmm. huh. Too bad. Um, all right. Well, moving on. I don't, I don't think there are really any other. Uh, new releases worth mentioning. That Super we can Puzzle mention. Platformer Deluxe. Oh well, why don't you oh, tell yeah, us I was about that? You play that. I I don't have a lot to say about it. It's an Adult <laughs> Swim game uh, uh -huh. made by one guy. It's on Steam now. It's it's a it's a, it's a puzzle like a falling block puzzle game, but mm -hmm. you're like in the window with the falling blocks, and so it's a platformer in that you're running around and you have to shoot the blocks as they fall, hmm. but also avoid falling into spikes below you, and it's incredibly hard. <laughs> And here's, like it's harder than Super Meat Boy. It's here's very how difficult. watching Tyler wow. play this game went. Oh, this game is the best. And check this out. Check this out. This game is so great. Two minutes later, this game sucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly I'm, how it went. It, it, that is because it's really hard. But I I love the concept and the music so much that I keep playing it even though I haven't beaten the first it looks stage. Really, in like it's, an it's hour. Very bright. Wow. The music is great. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, it's really hard. But I love the concept of like a falling block puzzle game where you are like in there, and if the blocks fall on you, they hurt you, and uh, you have to shoot group colored groups to destroy them. And mm. anyway, that's all. I like the game, but um, what's it called again? Super Puzzle Platformer Deluxe. Actually, if you want to just play the Flash version on Adult Swim, is it identical? Um, um, oh, there's, I mean, a lot less in it. It's just like one stage, and the goal is to stay alive. It's called Super Puzzle Platformer Plus. Oh, it's wow. the Flash game. <laughs> I see. Is the deluxe version has like a bunch of characters you can unlock and, you know, multiple stages. Um, that's the Steam version, which is like, uh, I think, six or $6 right now. I think that might be right. It could be a dollar off on that. But anyway, eh, it's a fun little game that mm. I've been enjoying. But Fascinating. All right. Well, I'd, I'd like to talk about... Spock. All right. <laughs> mm, yes. Mm. yes. That game sounds highly illogical. Super Puzzle Block Fighter plus X Alpha... Delec Deluxe. Delectables. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> news this week. Um, there's nothing really happened this no, week. No, it's been kind of kind of dull. We should probably really, move on to the yeah, community segment. I don't segment. think I anything so. at yeah. all. Well, happened. actually, two two really big things happened. Uh, mm-hmm. First off, Anamanaguchi launched a pizza into space. <laughs> Wait. That what? is that is one of the best which things did. you can do with it. Which piece. sounds much cooler than actually watching the music video where they do that. Yeah. Um, but they they did shoot a music video where a uh, young woman ties a piece of pizza to a weather balloon, uh, and you get to see there's just like a, a camera pointing at the pizza while this thing soars into the stratosphere. Yeah, that doesn't sound as exciting as shooting it into space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I By which I say, mean tying I it picture, to a balloon and letting it go. They did technically <laughs> send a pizza, piece of pizza. I into was space. picturing like strapping it into an astronaut suit and throwing <laughs> it into a rocket and waving it goodbye. <laughs> no, <that would laughs> the first awesome. pizza in space. Yeah, I wish they had done like a training video where it's like going around on one of those. What are they called? Like uh, the spinny thing. I don't know. I just think of the, the vomit yeah. machines. Yeah, everybody goes in those. But I think this is a good time. time to point out that like we've changed the intro song. Uh-huh. Used mm-hmm. to be Anamana but, but we still yeah. Helix love, Nebula. Well, it used to be Stupid Relics, which yeah. was a mashup of Helix Nebula with Gucci Man's uh, <laughs> Stupid. But which and it's the latter that I worry more about when it comes to ceasing. Yeah, ceasing. absolutely. But but Anamana Gucci is pretty huge. Like I see yeah. people talking about them on Twitter, and I feel like it's a good time to like just think back to when I think Chris got in touch with them via, via MySpace. Yeah. Via MySpace. Wow. To ask them, hey, can we use your song for talk radio? And they're like, yeah. And like they, they were they were unknown, well, comp- comparatively unknown compared to you know now. So it's just cool how huge they've gotten and how mm-hmm. how back then we were just like. And hey now guys, we, we worry like about song. using their music. And <laughs> Gucci Mane, but yeah. yeah. But we we still love Anamanaguchi. Uh, Helix Nebula has a special place in our hearts as well. There's going to be a certain amount of fallout, I think, from changing our song. Oh, you think a certain amount? A I certain think amount. A I lot. think I think a lot of fallout. So if you're listening to this right now, yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. We know. Yeah, whatever. Matt Payne's awesome. And Matt Payne is, is awesome, is. and that intro is awesome. He made a kick-ass song. So. He did, and he made it just for us. It's we can, ours. We can use it any way we want to. Yeah. We can we can draw a funny mustache on it if we want and uh, <laughs> yes. make it walk around town can naked. We, <laughs> can we draw a funny mustache on Matt Payne? <laughs> Um, could you draw one if we paid him? If we paid him enough, could you draw one on me because I cannot grow one? You can't, that's true. (laughs) And it's depressing. You're sitting at a table with three people with very lovely facial hair. You included, I'm guessing, because I I don't have any. Oh, I'm scratching my beard right now. (laughs) Uh It's like a. It's totally believable. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can scratch my double chin. That doesn't really make the same effect, though. I like a strong woman. And the fact that Anne can grow a big. Today Bushy Tyler beard. actually Masculine forgot beard. I was a girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Hey, dude, what's up?" Oh, <laughs> shit, it's Anne. <laughs> it's, it's probably. He for the... said to me, "Oh, I forgot you were a girl." <laughs> so, I think. I think all pictures like people keep talking about how cute you are, and it's just like, I, oh, they don't know that all your pictures were taken before your lumberjack. Face. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I now only wear um, flannel and overalls. <laughs> uh-huh. Anne came into the apartment today, dragging her work axe in. Uh, <laughs> yes. I just all these logs. Keep piling up, dude. You should have seen the. There's not a lot of room in this apartment. This <laughs> Scratching her bushy beard with her work axe, just. <laughs> well, she uh, trims it with a chainsaw occasionally. <laughs> it actually broke the chainsaw, so I can't do that anymore. 
God, yeah. I need to get a new chainsaw. I'm and, putting that on my to-do list. But I really appreciate that you took all those diction lessons so you don't speak with a French-Canadian accent yeah. on the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you're welcome. Considering I'm not from mm-hmm. from French Canada. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the constant oh oh was getting a little annoying. That <laughs> was going to be you're my catchphrase. You're telling me. Anyway. Oh, uh, I guess, eh? <laughs> Yeah. That's French Canada, right? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Welcome to Rogers. Uh, here's your cellular telephone. My name is Bob. I started this company. Welcome to my home. This is where the internet Welcome is. Welcome to my home, eh? <laughs> it's the only way you're going to get I'm, it, so fucking I'm bonjour. assuming that's a reference to something. No, Rogers. Rogers. <laughs> Canada. Okay. The I mean, company we brought up in the first segment. <laughs> oh, I've already forgotten. What the do first you want segment. from me, Michael? Wait, were we not recording when we did? No, we were. Okay. That's in this. I can't remember. Bob's just riding like a dog sled with like fiber optic cable behind it. Uh, to every I think house. you mean a dog rocket sled. <laughs> oh yeah. Obviously. Anyway, I guess there was some Ooh, news boy. this week. Yeah, some small news in the the oh, Xbox yeah. One. Oh yeah, I guess that's a, a name I don't think anybody saw coming. No. Uh, no. But I do like that everybody's been calling it Xbone. Xbone. Yeah. yeah. Well, forever now. When you, when you're talking about your gaming consoles, you're not going to say, "Dude, I'm going to play this game on my 360." You're going to say, "I'm going to play it on my Xbox." I'm going to play it on my bone. Oh man, what if it yeah. just goes to bone? I'm going to bone this. <laughs> Oh, yes. Amazing. Yeah. I can't wait to fucking bone Battlefield 4. <laughs> oh my god, I'm going to bone the crap out of Battlefield 4, guys. Uh, they should just uh, rename it Bonerfield 4. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, just a field of boner. I have a huge boner for Battlefield 4. Very very questionable and confusing name, you know, especially since I was always under the impression that the whole reason they went with Xbox 360 instead of Xbox 2 was we don't want to compete against the PlayStation 3 with the Xbox 2 because people think that the PlayStation 3 is right. better. No, and that makes sense, honestly. Is people... But then Xbox One. But Xbox One is why? your number uh, well, one they console. They said what? Ma- Major what? Nelson well, announced why? Well, because it's, it's an all-in-one entertainment yeah, solution. Yeah, that's stupid. It is stupid. Also, uh, while we're on the topic of all-in-one entertainment system. Why did you point at me when you said that? Because you said it. <laughs> Okay. They that makes never sense. once refer to the Xbox One as a console in their press conference. It's always the all-in-one entertainment system or a platform. It's never a console. Mm. Mm. Well, Bam. because it really isn't anymore. I mean, that's it's not, just not what they're going for. No, they're, yeah. not, they're not going for a games machine. No. They're they're going for Everything. a larger, clunkier Roku. I mean, does uh, I don't think anybody <laughs> you can fa- plug your cable box into. It, it, it's weird to me. I mean, obviously, I, under, I understand a lot of the negative um, reactions to the to the conference because a lot of uh, gamers are disappointed <laughs> that they didn't say this is for you guys. Uh, but I don't think. I I don't know too many people that are shocked by the direction that they took because that's kind of what they've been doing for like the past two E3s yeah. with the 360 and uh, I, I mean that all along is what exactly what I thought they would do. I do think that there's a certain level of surprise attributed to press conferences for a game system should be primarily about the games and and I'm not saying hey don't ever show off any other functions that's fine. But that should have been secondary to the games, and I feel like it wasn't, mm-hmm. which is basically, to me, felt like them saying, no, games really are secondary to everything else on this console, which if that's the direction that they want to take it in. I, th- I, I mean, I think that is what they are saying. Yeah. I mean, but not that it, it will have the same game. Yeah, it's going to yeah. have all the same games. I just feel like the audience that they should have been directing it to was the 
all the people who watch those conferences watch it because it's a gaming console. Well, it was almost like an ego stroking thing, you know, because look at all this cool shit people, we can do, which well, is great. No, I I mean in the sense of um of the negative reaction to it because uh, a lot of the people are like. Well, how dare they uh, show off all these other things that the Xbox can do? Well, even you know, though we know internally, I'm I'm fine, and I want to make it clear: I'm not shocked. Yeah, I'm disappointed. I yeah, was yeah, yeah. bored. It wasn't very exciting. But the thing is, like, I, I also want to make it clear: I'm still excited for the next Xbox. Yes, yeah, yeah, I am. Of course, I will of course. most likely buy it. I'm the only thing that's <laughs> kind of making me not want to buy it is the idea that the Connect sensor always oh, has to be on that it always really has to perceive me, me in order to work i don't like the idea that i'm buying big brother that i don't have the option to opt out of this if i want to play the game well it's well, going to bring a whole new level well, to well, watch dogs though i mean while we're, <laughs> oh my god wow you're right uh, while we're on that topic though let's talk about some of the other things that are i mean the one of the biggest issues not only did microsoft spend a lot of time talking about anything but games but also their like their PR cleanup of this whole. There are so many controversial topics that our people are very hotly invested in. And, and their PR clearly doesn't know the answer and to when they just don't know. Which and either that or they just won't say it that, yet. That that and the fact that they did it in a tent outside their offices tells me they were not ready to do this. No, they, their hand was forced by Sony, and so well, that, that's, because their that's PR, what everybody's saying their, their hand, hand was, was forced, forced by, by Sony, Sony. But how do you how do their PR didn't have and the they answers? Were still Use games. Four yes, no, behind, yes, no. That's sort of a ridiculous idea, though, point, because just because our competitor had an early reveal, we need to have one too when we're not ready for it. Like how, well, that doesn't really make sense. But hold up, they're they not talking needed, to us; they're talking to stockholders. They yeah. needed to reveal what, it before which, E3, though. By the way, Sony's yes. stock climbed nine no, percent. They they totally like. That I thought Microsoft's when conference. I was watching, I'm like, ah, okay, they're not talking to us, hardcore gamers, games journalists. They're talking to stockholders. But then when I saw that the market really didn't go their way after that, I'm like, wow, they really misjudged. Yeah, stockholders. Sony's, Sony's stock raised like well, what eight percent? And think 12%, about this too, because like I, I, the hardcore, the hardcore quote. Uh, gaming community is important in the sense that these are the people that are going to be your early adopters yeah. and they're going to be the ones telling their friends like this system fucking is awesome buy one uh, but when you think about the way that Xbox presented their machine like that is the broad appeal now I'm not saying that the people that they're going to be really marketing the system towards were watching because obviously I think the majority of the people that are watching it as you said were more interested in about the gaming aspect yeah. of the console but I think if it was a show for investors, uh, uh, that makes sense because they're like, look at all the reach we have with what this thing can do. Yeah, we got ESPN. And I think for them, that might have been, I mean, maybe that is an important move for them. And we won't know for for years whether or not it's going to pay off. To be fair, they probably saved a lot of their stuff specifically game-related for their E3 well, press conference. I, I really, it's so close. I kind of hate that justification, though, because it's no, like no, saying, not... well, look at Phantom Menace. Okay, George Lucas got all that really awful stuff out of the way early on, and now <laughs> Attack of the Clones is going to be really cool. Like, Oof. no, it didn't need to be awful in the first place. No, no, I'm not... They could have I... made it more interesting. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not trying to justify it. I'm just saying... From Microsoft's standpoint, they're going to get so much press from their E3 conference. I feel like, yeah, yeah everybody watched the the conference last week, but they're going to get a lot more in-depth coverage of their games out during E3 yeah. when everybody is there in person watching. Yeah. I mean, I'm Probably. certain they have some bombshells for E3. They, Absolutely. They're going to have... Uh, I know you guys will probably say you don't care, but 
I mean, rare is cooking something up. And, yep. Probably you know, something Connect based. Well, no, yeah. they, no, they probably something James Bond based. You think? <laughs> rare? I doubt it. They well, they if said, it's exci- if it actually is exciting. They said that it was uh, didn't wasn't it stated that Rare is working on one of their older fr- like bringing back yes. an older franchise and like what I mean unless they're doing Rad Donkey Racer. Kong Country for uh, <laughs> perfect, for perfect Xbox bar. One which it's is probably impossible. perfect. They're, it they're, cannot. They're, they're bringing be. back uh, Battlefield. If they, if they made a new Perfect Dark launch for game, an Xbox I will, one launch I will game? personally slap someone at Microsoft. <laughs> Battle, Battletoads oh. 3D. Well, yeah, okay, let's let's take a second. What could that be? It could be Battletoads, Rad Racer, or no Square Meter. Rad Racer, so scratch that. Uh, although did Golden World Runner? I forget. Banjo okay. Kazooie. Goldeneye is licensed, and there have been other companies with that license for a long time. Yeah. I think Activision is the current license holder. Mm-hmm. Who has enough money to get it from Activision, Microsoft? Uh, yeah, but you, you really think they're going to do yeah, it? Yeah, we probably would have heard about it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Banjo Kazooie, uh, Conquer, um, grabbed by the Ghoulies. But if they're talking, if they're talking about launch games, what among those is the most likely? That's tough. I would love to see Banjo Kazooie. Banjo Kazooie is more likely. likely. I I think, but their their last game was kind of a failure. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, it was. I mean, I think Viva Pinata. That's the other one. I think Battletoads has a lot of nostalgia pull, but I don't think any there's anybody who's like, no, that game was made extremely well. God, I just. As someone it was who, meant to make as you someone who smash worked, your TV. As someone who worked at GameStop, I really hope they don't make another <laughs> Battletoads. <laughs> Just because I don't know how many calls those people can take. Yeah. Hey, I want to pre-order Battletoads. <laughs> but, but what if they actually mean it? I know. <laughs> yeah. um, what Mo makes me mad is not that they didn't focus so much on games. I crushed my beer can. <laughs> I'm so Oops. mad. It's, still it's, drinking from it. It's just the marketing bluster around it. Around yeah. when they do talk about games, be it Microsoft, be it EA, the the chief technology officer recently like wrote this LinkedIn post that was just so absurd. Where they keep talking about it. it's like, what if you know, what if the world could react to you? And it's like, oh yeah, like in video games that exist. Mm-hmm. What if? But what if like? What if things could change using this online infrastructure? What if every day there's new content? Oh, you mean like PC video games right now? Or XBLA? Or anything? What What if the characters could really emote? Like, stop saying stuff like that and show stop us. Stop saying what if. <laughs> stop, just show us things Look, that you're doing. just think about these things for a few weeks. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like... And, no. and yeah, the idea of like, we're, we're going to make a more emotional experience in EA Sports. No, you're not. <laughs> Like I guarantee there's not. nothing you can do to make me play an EA sports game. No. And, and like, certainly nothing you can do to make me cry during it. Like yeah. I think Just, it was something awful. So like what does that mean? Like I'm gonna be happier when my guy kicks a ball really hard. To some, to some extent, I'm ignore. I'm annoyed by the number of like people who are just like, oh, they just showed sports games. Dumb jocks or the big audience. Like I like oh. sports games. I think sports are cool. Okay, shoot me. But. At the same time, you don't it's play like sports games. I used to. I don't play console games anymore, and they do That's not true. put them out on PC. No. Well, the thing, the thing with that is, it's it's not so much that oh, dumb sports games. For me, at least, it's more like okay, that's expected. I know EA yeah. Sports is going to make exactly. stuff for this platform. Mm-hmm. All of the games that they showed, with the exception of Quantum Break, which we can talk about in just a second, but all of the games that they showed are geared towards the same audience. Also, the er- same people play Halo, Call of Duty, and sports games. Those were, and, and that's a huge chunk of Xbox's market. Mm-hmm. Like, they know who they were. All those games, sure. they know who they were marketing More of towards. my problem is that they didn't actually show them. They never showed a game being played in the context you would play it. They it was showed, all pre-recorded video. They showed 
cutscene video of Call of Duty, yeah. they showed a uh, live action introduction to Quantum Break. Well, yeah. that yeah. game is going to be a mix of live mm-hmm. action. It sounds and, like a, almost like a defiance kind of setup, where it's like a yeah. Yeah. I'm not show Im- plus. I'm, game. I'm so not impressed by that. Actually, I've like I, looking I at that, like, I was like remedy. I thought better, but Microsoft just I was so excited and and uh, made you do this. I'm sure that as they show more, that game will look cooler and cooler. Because I actually did enjoy Alan Wake. It was a I good game. Remedy. And I love Remedy. But um yeah, I was I, I left that video feeling just a little confused and frightened because little kids scare me. And that little girl apparently has crazy she powers. She was creepy. She touched a woman's temple and was like, Ugh, and then a, and then a ship crashed into a bridge and I had no idea what was going on after that but point. I will say at the same time Microsoft probably realized like Look, uh, our architecture is identical to the PS4. Games are gonna look the same on both systems. So showing it's how good be they look, just like the last generation. Yeah, pretty but much. Like showing how good our games look doesn't impress people anymore. I mean, or at least it shouldn't. If you're impressed by Unreal Engine 4 graphics, like, have you not already seen the demos? Well, I also think I might have been more impressed with all the the TV stuff. If rather than you know, we we know that. It's going to have an HDMI pass-through. So basically, you are going to plug your existing cable box yeah. into the machine. And I don't have a cable box. You're, it's going to go out from the machine. And that it's just basically going to be like a way to uh, shorten having to like put in a yeah. new input on your TV. Um, and if they had come out and said... This will be your new cable box, and that we will, it, you know, we will have our own service you can subscribe to mm-hmm. as an alternative to cable. Like that might interest me. If they said you can get all the card HBO shows, <laughs> but, that it, but, might it, but instead, me. but they, they talked about normal TV. Well, no instead, what they said that. is now yeah. you can plug your set top box right into the yeah. Xbox, then plug your Xbox right into the TV, and Nobody. bam, you're watching TV. It's going to be like old consoles that had RF cables that you had to screw into the back, and then you, <laughs> you had the adapter. With the Xbox now, you already don't need cable. You've got Netflix, Hulu, HBO Go. You well, don't sure, need... but you don't get local channels. Man, you don't get local channels. I don't care about local channels. Well, some people HBO do. and Hulu are all I ever watch. Even my mom has stopped watching local channels. Like she figured out how to set up Netflix and Hulu on her TV, which you know most TVs now have a chip in them that uh, yeah, you know they're smart TVs or whatever you want to call and them. And if they don't, there's Roku and there's Apple TV. And it's like and I never thought my mom would just figure that out and do it. But I went over to her house and she's like, "Do you want to watch a movie? We have Netflix and I have an Amazon." video uh you know an amazon prime account so we can use amazon i'm like mom i'm so you're, proud you're of you're not you. using live tv anymore and she's like no that's dumb i'm like <gasps> it's like it's not just you know 20 <laughs> somethings who live in san francisco who are doing this it's everybody who's tired of normal tv so mm-hmm. yeah yeah well other um interesting things to talk about too are, are the uh, whole used games and always online well, it's still really unclear about <laughs> yeah. both. Like there, yeah. there was there was a report from MCV, mm-hmm. UK retailer, um, that said that apparently what it's going to be is that Microsoft uh, has something worked out with its retail partners, retail partners, where uh, it will give them like a stack of codes for specific games. They can charge whatever they want, but uh, Microsoft or possibly also the publisher, it wasn't really well, clear, gets a cut of whatever. Yeah, that so sale I is. actually wrote it. Um, yeah, going off the MCV report, what they said was um, because Microsoft had this um, briefing with the, the retail partners about how this was going to work. And what they said was, uh, think about the, like if somebody brings in a game and they sell it to you, first you have to accept our terms and services and this like and you have to integrate your systems with our Azure cloud 
whatever they're calling their uh, verification system. And uh, so when you trade in a game, um, what happens is Microsoft, or, uh, the retailer scans it up and that's synced to Microsoft's systems. And they see that, oh, well, well, Michael just traded in his copy of Battlefield 4. So now we're going to deactivate that from his Xbox Live account. Uh, and now somebody can, you're not really buying used games anymore so much as you're trading in licenses. So it's almost like okay. the way they described it, or at least in the news report, was sounded like Steam with the ability to trade in your license to own a game. Which I kind of wish Steam would give me the ability to like trade my license to someone, but... PC gamers have been living without used yeah, games for a right. long time because we enjoy the convenience of being able to download a game on any system. Well, also now and going forward, you've also been living without used games for a long time. We because, stopped buying box uh, copies. And well, and it became so easy to pirate box copies and then immediately yeah. trade them in and keep it on your system so with a crack. That uh, it is frustrating. Yeah, I guess nobody wanted to be in that business. We've anymore. gotten over it because I think the convenience makes up for it. The fact yeah. that I can buy a game, well, download it now, delete it. Not only download that, it on my next computer, delete it, download it ten years from now. Not only that, but like, assuming that company's still in business. Assuming the <laughs> valve doesn't go out of yeah. Theoretically, like the costs that are saved from printing physical media, sometimes and translates into cheaper. really good yeah. sales. And so when you see Steam bundle sales that are, you get a AAA game that was just minutes ago, 50 or 60 bucks, and now you're paying 30 bucks for it. It's like that yeah. could potentially become a thing that exists in the console space. Yeah, right. seeing those kind of discounts, bucks, I feel, would, cool. would uh, vastly help the switch into digital yeah. content. One thing that shocked me about physical media. Um, both the PS4 and the Xbox One's announcement is they never said the words free to play. And I really think they would just it would just be baffling to me if the Xbox One didn't launch with multiple free-to-play games. Mm -hmm. because, Why is that? Well, it's an incentive to buy the console. Mm -hmm. It's kid says to mom, no, I, okay, just get this for me. It's okay. I don't need any games. They already have like five free games on it. Yeah. And then you have microtransactions, which Microsoft takes a cut of. And so it's an income stream and a buying incentive. And it's a model that's been proven on PC. Yeah. Doesn't... There's one game and you coming have dust out on PS4 with or the 3. Xbox that's being published by a free-to-play company, but I'm totally blanking. Because they never said the words, and I just would really be surprised. No, no, no it wasn't in the press conference. If they didn't something embrace that was it. Well, another thing that surprised me from again coming stemming from a lot of the negative reaction is they're like, "Well, I'm definitely buying a PS4, not an Xbox One," but it's like. Sony has not at all talked about how they're handling this stuff no. either. They no. just, so they, don't they, assume that they're... Uh, they showed off a lot of demos. They did have a better reveal they that did. makes me more interested in the technology and the games than, than yeah. this They did. did, but they totally avoided these topics as well. Other than they said, you can play used games on the PS4. And it's like, well, technically you can play used games on the Xbox One if those news reports are end up being true and not rumors. Um, but it's like... True rumors. Don't, but uh, we, we don't know. Don't hedge all your bets yet because we got to hear about it from Sony before. Neither, neither system is going to be backwards compatible. Right. And that's, I mean, I don't think that's a surprising yeah. thing. That is well, a, That has to do with the way they were built in the previous gen, not so much to do with the fact that, I mean, you just can't match. It, it is kind of strange. I don't think that quite sunk in, for me at least, until I found out that the, the Xbox One would not be backwards compatible and that... All of a sudden, I looked at my shelves full of yeah. uh, games and for PS3 and 360 and realized, like, these 
experiences now have a time limit on them. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I could keep four boxes hooked up to my TV, but I really yeah. don't want to. You're not to. going to. Five no. if you have a Wii U. And it's just sort of like, you know, <laughs> did, did I do everything I wanted to do in Skyrim? Uh, should I buy the new Call of Juarez game if I'm not going to be able to play it on a new right. system in six months? I, I think that's an unfortunate effect of the way consoles are are made in the way that they work, right? Yeah. It's, it's oh, not like yeah. a PC where um, you can, hey, if you wanted to, you can uh, put in some kind of boot up copy of uh, Windows XP or some earlier operating system and play older games. On consoles, you don't have the option. And you don't have to even boot up an, an old operating system. There's tons of emulation built yeah. into Windows. Yeah, well, well, it depends on the game, but I mean, like, if there's a will, there's a way on PC. If you want to get the original Mist running, someone's done it. Or Dino yeah. Park Tycoon. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess, like, I don't know, it's weird. Like, the, that EA CTO also said, like, the PS4 and Xbox One's architectures are a generation ahead of current PC hardware. And I'm like, well, A, no, that's stupid. Don't say that. But <laughs> well, B, it's like, telling me that doesn't impress me if you told me it had mod support. Like, people who own Skyrim on PC have more val like they have yeah. more value for what they spent because there is just this huge community of people making amazing stuff. So like if you told me, hey, the Xbox One, you know, uh talks to a website where people can submit content and you can download it right to your Xbox One and play it, I would be really impressed that they embraced that idea. But it's they and it's it's surprising me that they don't because that does like I will not buy a game like Skyrim value, on anything you know? but a PC because I can play that game forever and still be experiencing new things, not because there's so much to do in the world, but because people are constantly making new things and add-ons for it. And so it's, yeah, it, it is kind of surprising to me that that's, maybe that maybe that is something they'll talk about in the future, and I hope it so. Could be. I'm sure it's something they'd love to support if they could make money off it. Right. No, <laughs> yeah. that, that is key. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just feel like Valve understands, like, making money off of the specific things is not, you know, like, they can make money off of creating a really good service that people mm. want to use. Right. But well, here's here's an interesting point. I know that Tyler Yu and Michael Graham and our friend Matt Keast are all of the opinion that uh, PC is next-gen now. And graphically, yes. I'm inclined to agree, but I, I read an editorial in uh, Game Informer both places where they're talking about uh, that that's kind of a ridiculous proclamation because the, you know, the games that are so next gen on PC right now are they they can be replicated their experiences can be replicated on current gen consoles like Witcher 2, Crisis 3 uh, Metro Last Light they all look much better on PC mm -hmm. but gameplay wise they're identical on consoles well true but um, that's not every game. I mean, you're well, telling what, me what, every what are, game? I'm, I'm curious to know. You're playing there, Civilization Five on your 360? No. I probably could. If no. they thought that they, if there was, they thought that there was a market for it. Eve I, Online. I, th I think the problem that you're running into there is not so much a resource limitation as it is a gamepad just does not have the capability of of inputs to support some of those systems. And uh, mm. and and the, the unless you have a keyboard set up to your console. And the game supports that. I think. I mean, a lot of times it's just not a. There's no I way mean, to have that much. Control. I mean, if that's you're why you can't play MOBA. There are so. F there are like what yeah. two or three MOBAs on the consoles that they just don't translate like one, that well. I think. Well, okay, wow. so it's not just the control awesome thing. Awesome Knots is kind of a MOBA. I guess. I mean, if they're saying like, oh, it's not like it's not as if the PC can handle better simulation of a world. Hmm. You know, um, they might be wrong. I think it could. 
It's just that the company is big enough with enough resources to create such a simulation, create it for multiple well, platforms, and therefore, you know, the consoles are kind of the lowest common denominator. I don't, I don't think it's that they can't. I think it's that they don't right now. It's that uh, so many games are developed, when they're developed for PC, they're also developed for consoles in mind. And yeah. so you can't do things with PC that are too, you know, out of bounds for consoles. Yeah, exactly. Which, I mean, which is why I'm happy about the new consoles, because they push... They push the bottom end up to That's the point true. that they'll point. create like a new, yeah. a new low end. Like consoles will become the you know the standard for how games are developed, and that means PC games will get better as a result. Yeah, um, you know it's kind of like PC gamers complain about consoles being the benchmark for like okay if it can, if a console can handle it you know we'll make it. But, you know, I'm okay with that because it also keeps PC hardware fairly stable. I like that I don't have that I don't have to upgrade every year because, you know, it takes a while for consoles to cycle a generation. So that means I don't have to upgrade my PC so much. I'll have to upgrade my PC when this new console cycle hits because <coughs> developers will start developing for a higher-end system. And there's, and there's also, like, when we're talking about arch- architecture, it's, it's probably good to point out, too, that even though, yes, uh, consoles share uh, a lot of similarities to PCs, that they, they are built in a little bit of a different way in that, um, like, you know, in a traditional gaming PC, we have our discrete cards that all communicate to each other over, over like, mm-hmm. the motherboard bus or, or whatever. Whereas in a console, a lot of the times, the CPU and GPU are built into, like, the same thing, the same right. board, and, uh, and they communicate directly to each other over a different system. So it's, like, it kind of, it does... It does advance the bottom four because those yeah. things are directly communicating versus having this bottleneck. They're getting uh, more. Uh, yeah, the 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 transfer rate is, of data is higher. Yeah. Um, right that now, will PCs will catch up very quickly. Exactly. But yes. Yeah. So, so hey, hardware stuff. Uh, as a hardware enthusiast, though, <laughs> it's like when I compare consoles and PC, it's not like this flexing match where I'm like, oh, PC is better. It's just, mm. I'm just interested. Like, yeah, yeah, Microsoft sure. and Sony have spent so much money on this R&D. Like, it better be cool. Yeah. Like, they better have really, really cool architectures in there. What do you guys think of the, what are they, the impact triggers on the Xbox One? Um, I will tell you when I use one. It the, sounds you intriguing. Know, have, have they have they really yeah. announced what these are? Like they sound, well, what it sounds like, uh, like because uh, it sounds, it sounds like there's like some some there's sort of feedback. force feedback. Yeah, it's it's almost like, like a rumble actually, pack built specifically into the trigger. That's but kind like, of interesting though. Like if you have kickback on a gun, it could like uh-huh. kick your finger back when you shoot. That but is is it something where like it'll for example provide resistance when you're pulling yeah, on the trigger? That's what I wonder. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to be a feature that can be turned off. Though, I right? would hope so because oh, absolutely. God, if you yeah, if you're forced to use that stuff and you hate it, yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. bummer. Yeah. Well, but you know, I'm rumbles. Also I mean, it could be it could be a really off, cool so. feature, but yeah, with something like that, you definitely want to be able to turn it off. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure you can turn it off. Yeah. But you can't turn off that camera. Uh, oh, and yeah. <laughs> not ever. You probably turn it away. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't. You could just unplug it. Like I'm not. No, I'm you not, can't unplug it. No. I mean, I mean, no. you could. You can, but you have to plug it back in before you use the right. System. It's oh, like okay, so. If yeah. I'm a, if I'm going to eat pizza naked on my couch, I'll probably just unplug right. the thing. To be yeah, honest. I hate that. I'm 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 never going to be able to play games naked again because it's like I will just be staring at my TV, wondering if someone can see me. Yeah, it's going to be miserable. Weird. You never do that when I can see you. Anyway, I just need to produce like some overlay rigs. You never hang out can, while I'm playing Far Cry Three. People can <laughs> clip on to connect. That's just like a, a picture of something really. 
disgusting, like a picture of somebody's <laughs> hemorrhoids. Oh. And it's like have a separate one uh, in, in front of each lens. Uh. See, people, people like worry about that. If anyone is spying on me, this is what they'll see. I'm, I'm not that worried about that. Like, I'm, you know, I'm a huge fan of, like, the future of human-computer interaction. I wanted Star Trek so much when I was a kid that I will sacrifice having a camera on all the time yeah, I don't so that I can have... watching me always, though. I, f- I don't even like having, like... The a... camera's not lecherous. It's I... just a camera, and it's not, like... It's not that that I'm worried about. It's not sending your my, video my, to Microsoft. Microsoft has you thousands. Know, Microsoft as has far as a... you know, it's not. Microsoft. Yeah, as far as you why, know. Why would they do that? They have millions of monitors in their security room where one somebody is watching every player at every time. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's just the way uh, it's going to work. Uh, so, so when crazy. so when like TV hired hosts hundred thousand people make jokes about being able to see you now they really will mm. be able to see you in your living room. I just don't like always having so, a camera. It's funny that it was there. like when I was a kid it was the funniest like idea webcam. that like the TV could see you and now our TVs will literally be able to see us. Yeah, <laughs> no, it freaks me out. So yeah, the uh, the future looks pretty bright uh, or possibly really boring. It's not hard. T- it's sort of hard to tell. Although either way, it'll probably nah, it involve a lot of television. I have a feeling next gen games will be a lot like current gen games with more particles. That's yeah. just my guess. Lots mm. and lots of particles. That seems to be the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, much like HD graphics were the thing with the last generation, well, and then we ended up getting so much more. But now we're gonna get ultra HD, Michael. Ooh, Didn't you know? Ultra HD, ultra Xbox. HD. 4,000 4, 4, or whatever. Resolution. With quadruple A games. Which means you have to buy a new TV. <laughs> Yay, I just to ever two. see that. Yeah, so probably not going to see anything like that for a while. Not mm-hmm. only that, but it's like for a, for a, a developer to make assets that can support that high of a resolution, it's just, yeah. that seems pretty intense. Yeah. Games are going to get even more prohibitively expensive. But at the same time, when the 360 and PS3 came out, I was like, <laughs> buy an HD TV. What are you talking about? You know, I didn't actually realize or think that in a year yeah just, that'll be the norm everyone yeah you kind of need an screen. hd key mm-hmm. you won't even see crts but I, anymore i mean i was like reviewing stuff for games radar on a crt tv when those came out and i was like man it's ridiculous i can't believe people can't read the text in uh uh dead, dead rising. rising yeah yeah because like how can they make games just for hd tvs no one has those and oh, no man. one's going to and it's like well of course yes everyone has one trying now. to play mm-hmm. heavy rain on like an sd tv <laughs> was so hard especially like when the text oh. started oh you're trying to make choices and you can't read the choice ah i don't know what to say triangle <laughs> <laughs> always go for triangle always so hey predicting the future is hard that's yeah, all i'm it saying is, it is. i thought the yes. ipad would fail um no. Yeah. No, I totally yeah. didn't. Yeah, not at all. Uh, it, it, I, it's funny because I remember being in. Uh, I was uh, taking journalism classes in my college, and, and my professors were like, "The iPad might save uh, journalism." And I'm like, yeah, "I don't think it. Pro- I don't think it's going to do well at all." And then, sure enough, people yeah. reach it on there all the time. How about it? Uh, that, I that's, do. That's Flipboard, the thing. You. I, I'm also pretty uh, hesitant to embrace new technology outside of games in general. I mean, I only just got an iPhone for the first time last year, <laughs> or any smart. Yeah. That was my first smartphone. Period. Uh, when the iPad was announced, uh, I was tasked with writing, uh, was it like X reasons the iPad might fail catastrophically for Games Radar? <laughs> which, you know, I was assigned it, but at the same time, I really enjoyed writing it because I kind of resented the idea that we were being forced to give over an entire week to just iPad coverage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that was annoying. And uh, I love my And then pe- people every so often, like, I'll get it. Somebody on Twitter will say, like, hi, I read your article. You suck. You're stupid. <laughs> That's hilarious. 
Yeah. Mm. Predictions are hard. Mm -hmm. What can I say? Well, I, I think regardless of how much flack Microsoft got for uh, for the conference, I am still very excited for uh, next-gen consoles and Xbox One included. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited for E3. Um, yeah, but oh, yeah, man, this. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, this was just kind of a letdown of a conference. Oh, it was. Yeah, to be certain. Not only that, and, and as we mentioned, the the handling of the information or lack thereof. Yeah, it's been kind of really weird. Like, bizarre. is this really 2013, and you're behaving like this? And it makes me wonder, like, are they just not wanting? It's like, is it? Are they just trying to slowly peel off a bandaid, or do they just legitimately not know how they're going to handle? I some would of these love things? to look at some of the company-wide emails. Oh, I know. that have gone past, oh, yeah. gone around over the last week of just like, no, 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 don't say this, say this. No, it's, how could it's you say probably that? just damage control where they're going? Like, do not talk about this, 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 this. Do not say this, 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 and then not suggesting what should be said <laughs> instead. <laughs> but I, I do want to say though, like one thing, the. Reveal, I maybe I'm going too far by thinking like Phil Harrison is the vice president of uh, what games over over at Microsoft right now. I'm not entirely sure, but isn't it there? Right. He's he's <laughs> one of the faces of this whole thing, mm -hmm. uh, and he was also in place for the rather disastrous PS3 yes, unveiling and launch uh, at Sony. So I'm wondering, it's like, is it just? Him? Is it Phil? <laughs> is it Phil, is it Phil Harrison? He's just like does not know how to handle a game system launch. <laughs> I I I I want to know. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. That'd be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So moving on to our community segment. Yep. Uh, we usually take a look at our question of the week. Uh, what people said last week's question of the week was: uh, What video game do you think should be made into a movie that hasn't been already? Uh, on the forums. Triskitable says, how about Far Cry 3 Blood Drag... Wait, no, that's a parody of those movies. Oh, what about Left 4 Dead? Nope, same thing. Ooh, Max Payne could bring back a resurgence of the noir gen... Nope, it's been done already. All right, I've got it. A Pixar-style short film adaptation of Bastion. Clever use of shaders could result in, a, in the watercolored backgrounds of the world, while Pixar's fantastic animators could bring the characters to life. As a short film, it would benefit from not having to tell an extended story and could focus exclusively on Ruck's narration, as opposed to the kid, Zulf, or Zia ever uttering a word. But a short, uh, I mean, actually a short film, you know, would be a good format for a lot of games, for, actually. Yeah, a lot of games. Mm -hmm. But Bastion especially, like, I yeah, would agree yeah, with that. Yeah, that that would, game is... That'd be cool. That'd be neat. And, I mean, a short film would be great for anything with a striking art style yeah. or, or, or sort of vision. Yeah. I think a lot of games, they try to do live action games for, or live action movies for so many games, but a lot of games would really benefit from being an animated movie. Or first person, just like the game. Yeah. Oh. No. Just Whoa. kidding. You ever watch Peep Show? That is a great, it's one of the only shows I know filmed in first person where the person that talking. That is a good show. Is holding the camera, and I've it's never a great seen show. It. It's a great show. What's what was the show where it was like an interactive mystery where you get to guess at the end, and like the whole show is everybody talking to you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> sure, Wishbone. Uh, Door the Explorer. I don't. Uh -huh. Well, yeah, that, that counts as one. Um, anyway, swiper, no swiping. Uh, obviously a douche on uh, VigiGamePocalypse.com in the comment section. Oh, he is obviously a douche. Says heavy rain. Heavy rain. <laughs> No explanation given or needed. <laughs> Although, Smikey1123 says the first and third Bioshock games would be decent movies. To uh, which, to which Panzer DSS replies, 
I disagree. I feel like Minerva's Den from Bioshock 2 would make the best movie. But as a whole, I think the Bioshock franchise wouldn't translate well to film. First game has a lot of commentary on video games that would be lost in a film. The third is so complex, I feel most people would not understand it without taking a hacksaw to the ideas that Irrational slaved over. Go see Trance. <laughs> see Trance, that's how Bioshock Infinite would work if it was made into a movie that sort of fit One of the main reality. characters' names Trance? is Elizabeth Lamb. Yeah. We wow. saw this movie right after both right finishing after Bioshock we both finished and we were like, Weird. what oh the my hell? God. Yeah. And Go a see lot Trance. of the themes are similar, but mm-hmm. yeah, Bioshock Infinite could work if they took some of the themes related to video games and made them about film, but you know they would have to change quite a bit. Yeah. I don't know. It would be lost on so many people, though, because so it's such many. a specific yeah. thing, you know? Specific references. But hey, you know. Uh, Bladed Falcon says, Duke Nukem Forever. What? Hollywood always seems to turn good video game properties into shitty movies, so if they take a shitty property like Duke Nukem Forever, logic dictates that it would turn into a masterpiece in film. <laughs> Makes perfect sense, really. No. No, it does not. It absolutely... <laughs> well, that's not how movies work. <laughs> if they did it like the recent Dread, like, I would enjoy that. No, because Dread at least had a decent premise to start. Yeah, but... Duke Nukem does not have... Duke Nukem Forever was a terrible game. Dread right. is based on a good comic book But series. I like Duke Nukem. He's, he's coined a lot of really stupid, stupid phrases. Yeah, and but like... not Duke Nukem Forever. No. Duke Nukem 3D. No. Yes. Mm-hmm. Duke Nukem Forever yeah, but was horrible. If they're going to be liberal with it, then it just has to have the character Duke Nukem in it and... Uh, have him I'm shoot Duke people. Nukem. I have no discernible history or personality. It's like the bad thing about that game was playing that game, not that Duke Nukem exists. So if they made a Duke Nukem movie, yeah, that's true. It could if be they, okay. If, yeah, a Duke Nukem movie, fine. Mm. I would, I would. As not long like as that. it was exactly like Dread, <laughs> in yes. every way. It would have to be exactly <laughs> like Dread in literally every way. Man, that um, movie was so good. <laughs> Dread also a lot like was. What was the movie we compared it to? Oh, The Raid. The, the Raid. Raid Redemption. Yes. God, go see that or watch that movie because it's yeah, so fucking good. Yeah, watch The Raid, good. you dummies. If, if you, you want it to be it. a comedy, watch it with English dubs. <laughs> 510 Brother Panda says, uh, The Metroid series, as long as it doesn't include the other M submissive pussy PTSD Samus parts. <laughs> the original games were mostly based on Ridley Scott slash James Cameron's Alien series to begin with. So why not just build up from there? Uh, and not end on a note like Other M or Prometheus. Sorry, buddy. She'll be in her underwear for most of the film uh, and will only don the armor at the end. Uh-huh. And yeah. uh, and then, like, maybe I'll make another movie where I wear the armor all the time. Yeah. Huh? Wink. But, but it'll do so poorly, they will not get funding to make that film. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that'll be the and, story of Metro. And her, her adoptive parents will be the Poor nice famous. Mr. and Mrs. Chozo. Uh <laughs> Who, people, who are, um, let, let's say, Thai, just randomly? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why they're they're well, human. They're not, they're not bird people. They're ornithologists. And her, and her one line that everyone will remember is, Why can't Metroid crawl? <laughs> That's what she'll say. <laughs> yeah. Unable to figure it out. Soren7550 says, While there are plenty of games that I would love to see as movies, I know that there's about zero chance that they'd actually be made into good films, whether it be due to needing to cut out content in order to fit a certain time frame, Red Dead Redemption, simplifying the narrative characters, goals, etc. for the general audience, Bioshock, 
or the IP being handled poorly outside of the core series, Mass Effect series, or just the general curse of Hollywood not being able to make good video game-based movies. The only games I can see being made into good movies, meaning staying close to the games and being a good movie all around, is the Call of Duty series, since they're largely already like war movies, and because there isn't much they need to alter, cut, etc. Whose leg is whose foot is on my leg right now? Oh, shit, oh that's, that's you. Me. I'm sorry. I thought that was a chair. No. <laughs> it is in fact a human it's, leg. <laughs> it startled me half. You know the the funny thing that. is, I do this all the time to everybody. It's weird, <laughs> and I don't know why. You just, you just put your body parts on their body <laughs> parts. You just really want to play Tyler footsie Ryan. with everybody. Oh, there we go. Tyler's leg is on mine, and it's wonderful. Oh, oh I just nice. I just fell on this person, and part of me entered their body. <laughs> oh no! Oh dear! No, but Call of Duty as a movie. Sorry. Yeah. No. 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 You could make literally any e- movie that, and just say, "Oh, this is a Call of Duty." That movie. would be the the easiest because yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it already would translate so well to film. It's it's very yeah, cinematic could, and focused on these big action any, set pieces. Any war movie. Yeah. Why do, why make it into a movie? It's already been done. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Many times. Just look at Saving Private Ryan and say, "This is a Call of Duty movie." I mean, if it were a parody, I would. Oh what is wrong with Black you? Hawk Down? I don't know. Behind Anne, enemy lines. There we go. And what? And what? Call of Duty. <laughs> no, no. Seriously, <laughs> though. Me channeling Mike Grimm for a second. <laughs> if Uwe Boll got to make a Call of Duty movie, I would be the, one of the happiest people in the world. Oh, I would watch no. that like twenty times. Would you? It would be awful. Just watch Tunnel Rats instead. No, no, but I mean, like, usually he takes stuff that we kind of like and makes a bad movie out of uh-huh. it. If he took Call of Duty and made, like, a horrible movie out of it, that would be so much fun oh, right, to watch. because you don't like Call of Duty. Not really, no. Uh, Not anymore. Hmm. I liked 4. Uh, William D83 says, uh, For a while, I've wanted either a miniseries or a Deus Ex movie. There's certainly enough world or enough to the world slash plot to construct a compelling feature length film. And it's also near enough in the future to avoid costly CGI world building, i.e. Halo, curious about the TV series in that respect. But I've always hoped that Oddworld would make the transition from games, if not just to explore more of that amazing world of which the games would only give us a taste of. Oddworld's cool. Oddworld is cool. I They'd don't make a good know. animated uh, Yeah, something. animated, sure. But again, so many of these games just would not transfer well to live no. action. You know, you know, Eve Online is getting a live action TV show? Of course what? it is. Why? Really? Yeah. Uh, using, using stories that players have submitted, they're going ah. to fictionalize those stories into uh, a TV show. I don't know. That sort of makes sense in a weird way, though, just because they can do whatever the hell yep, they want. Yep, it's just in the sci-fi. It's, it's just, just a sci-fi show. It's just, hey, spaceships. Yeah, they don't really have to <laughs> stick Doing stuff to that spaceships story. do, like mining ore and blowing each other up. I'm pretty excited and about it. stealing money from corporations. Um, and that. Smars says, I'm going to say XCOM Enemy Unknown. It should be about the project starting in the starting in the alien invasion, a crash of a fairly large ship, us taking their tech and hostages after a super awesome firefight in a burning major city, and then at the end they realize this is the this is only the beginning of the invasion. Then the movie would jumpstart the TV series and the ongoing going war against the alien invasion. Actually, they a good can travel idea. anywhere in the world for locations. I think actually a good idea because it's like it would be like X Files if the alien invasion actually happened. And they're really yeah. well aliens. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I could totally see XCOM being a cool... And, and it would have that campiness. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Shrek at Ralph uh, has an <laughs> idea that I can totally get behind. 
That's good. Says, uh, I think I'd like to see a Saints Row movie directed by Tim and Eric. <laughs> That, oh that God, God, why is that, that. not already yeah. oh, That man. could be fun, and they could definitely capture the attitude of the games. Dude. That or a Beyond Good and Evil movie, that could be really cool. Not quite as cool if the Beyond Good and Evil movie were directed by Tim and Eric. Did, but <laughs> Tim and Eric have already done like a, a really funny short for, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, for Saints Row the, the, the Third. Yeah. Uh, did you, that I, invented I, sack as I, an exclamation. No, and I still, <laughs> and I still call dogs tall cats because of that shit. <laughs> It's time for a tall cat parade. <laughs> oh, I would watch a feature-length Saints Row film directed uh, by. I would Eric. too. Yeah, yeah. I watched their billion directed by movie. and starring. That was pretty great. Have you guys seen that? I have. I've seen unfortunately. <laughs> Those guys, man. What's like? They're just another world of humor. <laughs> their their actual billion-dollar movie within the movie is yeah. uh, like Johnny Diamond Pants or something like that. <laughs> right. No, I remember seeing yeah, like a uh, guy wearing a suit made out of diamonds. Oh God, I want to. I'm going to watch that tonight. I just love the initial premise of it that it's not a billion dollar movie it's about them trying to make a movie to make a billion dollars <laughs> well it's first that they spend a billion dollars on a movie right, yeah. and then they're trying to make a billion dollars back so they can pay off the movie studio executives that are trying to have them killed <laughs> by, by by propping up a failing mall yeah. <laughs> um along the kind of jokey line i have one from breckenridge's scourge who says the sims wait hear me out the camera pans down on a family of four, <laughs> quietly enjoying some quality time together. Suddenly, the stove catches fire. As the father rushes to put out the blaze, the others try to run outside to get help. But there are no longer any doors in the room! <laughs> the hapless family can only wait and watch as the inferno consumes them. A woman is in her swimming pool, relaxing after a hard day's work. She goes to the side of her pool to get out, but there is no ladder! She is helpless to do anything but swim in aimless circles until her body, strained by exhaustion, finally quits and she slowly slinks to, sinks to her doom. It would be called, You Are an Ant and God Hates You. <laughs> it could even work as a TV series. I'll allow creative freedom with regards to the Simlish. I mean, isn't this paranormal activity? <laughs> that sounds like a great horror I movie. would watch that for sure. Also, why can't the woman just pull herself out of the pool? <laughs> because she's a Sim, doy. Oh, doy. God, that's so good. <laughs> that is really I would good, watch yeah. that for sure. I want to see a YouTube series. Oh <gasps> my God, guys. 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 It's going to happen. Copyrighted, we're going to make this. Trademarked? Is that a copyright or a trademark? I don't know what the difference Either is. Either or. It's Both. Neither. It's Both. Neither. Both just, of those. Ideas let's just are mine. It too. You, you can't copyright ideas. You can only copyright expression of those ideas. So, sorry, Anne. I'm going to get to that. Before this episode goes live, I'm going to make an episode. That's not true. That's uh, not going to happen. Duft Pink says... Uh, I knew. I think the Mass Effect series would make a pretty good movie, but could you imagine it as a TV series? That would be amazing. The stories and characters of Mass Effect would translate perfectly into a TV series. And I wanted to read this one just because I wanted to say it's kind of already been a TV series. It was called Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if they yeah, made true. if they made Mass Effect TV series, it would end when you destroy the Reapers, but then they'd continue doing it. Be like, these are the lost stories of uh, of Shepard. <laughs> well, yeah. well, we're talking these about are the or they other do, Reapers, or they would do a prequel, and the opening song would have lyrics, and we'd all be kind of like, 
What? <laughs> <laughs> While we are... Uh, and it would be called Normandy. While anyway. we're talking about Mass Effect, <laughs> random word combo. Random word combo says, I don't know, Mass Effect? Who the fuck cares? You guys never read my answers on the air anyway. <laughs> nope, well, there we, you go. And we never will. Yeah, I'm going to bleep out everything I just said. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Mass Effect filmed like a bunch of Star Trek episodes, I would totally watch and yeah, love because I, I want new... I want I want TNG back is what I'm saying. Mm. Mm. If I could have TNG, I would just be so happy. Well, too bad because you can have J.J. Abrams movies. No, instead. they're not good. Yes, they are. They're all right. They're they were fine. Fun. They were fun. Come on now. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm so mad that they cut that scene of Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch showering out of the movie. That was hot. That was really hot. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it had no purpose, but neither did the Alice Eve scene. So that was so weird. Yeah, that and didn't need to be there. Uh, Peter Sebel says Panzer Dragoon Saga would make a fantastic movie. Post-apocalyptic yet totally unique world. Oh God damn it! Why didn't we have that in Wastelands? Uh, compelling characters, great story arc, wonderful music, and dragons. It might give a boost to the whole Panzer, Panzer series, games that are long overdue for some fresh love. Not from Duke Lombardi, though. Mm. Mm. Sounds like one-fifth of Game of Thrones. Mm. <laughs> Panzer Dragoon Saga. No. You never, you never, well, not, most people never played that because I it's, have played it. it's extremely Before rare. For work at Games Radar. Oh, wow. <laughs> Did you play it to completion? No, I think I had to I capture footage. I played it with footage. my papa. Uh, I never played it. Oh. It's so much fun. It's it was like the one of the last three games released for Saturn, and it was unquestionably the best on the system. And it's ultra ultra rare. You you probably have to pay yeah. hundreds of dollars to buy a copy on eBay. Mm. Back in the day, I think you could rent it. Yeah, at some places. <laughs> yeah, I rented it. My so. friend had a Saturn, not me, because I wasn't rich. But yeah, I, I I did exclaim. It would have been great for our top five about. Uh, post-apocalyptic wastelands because it mm. really is completely unique and it's filled with all these weird bulbous mm. creatures that you won't see in any other game and you get to ride around on dragons yeah oh well bulbous creatures mm-hmm. bulbous bulbous is what i the the adjective i'd apply to their creature design it's creepy <laughs> it's really unappealing and horrible you want to kill these if things. you want if you want good creature design you should really play xenoclash right now or xenoclash should 2 I? like they have the weirdest God, just it's the weirdest game. Like I'm not gonna say uh, it's good or bad. Have you ever played Persona? It's they weirder. have monsters yes. in there that just look like penises. Persona, that's what they say. Xenoclash, actually. <laughs> I don't know. It's got a guy who like who's a painter and got like a palette embedded in his lower lip and like it, it's a weird. Just look at Xenoclash screenshots. It's a weird game. Like you're the first game, you're immediately like either you're killed or, f- or you've killed or are framed have been framed for killing, like a bird like creature called Mother Father. Mother Father <laughs> is the mother and father of everybody, and then All it tur- right. and then guess what you find out? No, Mother Father is not the mother father of everybody. It's a weird game. Just check mm-hmm. out the Xenoclash series. Sure. I just remember like the the tutorial is in a dream sequence where you're being led around by this guy who talks like this. Like sexy Dr. Claw? And there are just some really terrifying monsters who you in first person have to like fist fight. It's it's a very odd Pretty weird. Yeah, it's a first person brawler, which is strange. (laughs) Which, yeah, it's not only like made up its genre, but it's just weird. Anyway, I'm way off topic. What Uh, else did people say about movies? Joe says, 
Surgeon Simulator 2013 would yes. make a great Tarantino-style grindhouse yes. about the struggles of a one-armed surgeon. <laughs> okay, so that, who, who has, up, who has not, no bones in that arm. Oh, nice. That or Slender, something in the vein of Marble Hornets, only with a budget and craft. Mm. But yeah, we've... we've so I was playing, I was surgeon. playing surgeon Simulator. Shh, I doctor now. <laughs> that's, that's, okay, so I'm just like slapping my hands all over the patient. And I like, so good. I slap my hand over his mouth and I start just pushing his head around and then suddenly on steam and achievement pops up. you take his mask off. Achievement pops up. Shh, I doctor now. <laughs> I'm like, there's an achievement. That's that incredible. You can wow. also get an achievement for flipping people off. By bending all of your fingers except for your middle finger. <laughs> that game is so amazing. I still have no, that not game is so good. Oh man, I had to go back uh, to, <laughs> to Michigan in uh, March for my buddy's wedding, and why is he left-handed? Well, he so his bachelor party was in the middle of the week, and he had to work the next morning. So he's like, we can only do something low-key. So we all went over there, and I brought my laptop, and I had on it Surgeon Simulator <laughs> 2013, made it into a drinking game. We were annihilated in minutes. It was an, an incredible experience. <laughs> you ended up grabbing a hammer to hack away at some guy's ribs. <laughs> I spent like five minutes just at the title screen, just like knocking stuff off his desk. And yeah. like, I like how you can laser uh, stuff like what? bones. What? It's the the. We didn't get well, to that there point. Was the, there was the pre. There was the green light version, right? And then there yeah. was the. Oh, we got greenlit, and now this is the game. And in the new one, you can actually hold a portable laser that you can use to <laughs> remove bones. We just pulled all of his organs out and threw the them problem is the, but the problem is this laser is connected to a series of wires that hang from a machine above you. So if you let it go, it just spins around lasing <laughs> things. It's really amazing. Wow. I, where's the heart, by the way? I, I didn't find the heart I was supposed yeah, to transplant Yeah, you did. It in. was... It, it's oh. in the bin. And if you knock yeah. it off the table, you're fucked. Oh, <laughs> we probably have, did that. As, <laughs> as you probably would be in real life. Like, oh, shit, I just knocked the replacement heart on the floor. Like, whatever. Five-second rule. I don't think that applies. <laughs> no. I don't think that works Thank when you're in some hearts. trouble mm-hmm. at that point. Anyway. Uh, Arknight, or Archknight, says, uh, I always say I want to shadow the Colossus movie. Then people start poo-pooing people me. That. Then people start poo-pooing me about how it would ruin the point or they would have to speak English. But I really want in full IMAX to see Stories Tall Giants with that great orchestral score coming in full surround sound all around me. Okay, hear me out. Mm-hmm. Pan's Labyrinth, uh-huh. but Shadow of the Colossus. Okay. Go on. I think that would work. Because they didn't, they didn't need to speak English for that. Yeah, Guillermo del Toro. I, I will say um, you can get not quite, not quite that experience. You can get a similar feeling if you play the uh, 3D enabled remake of Shadow of the Colossus which on PS3, which I'm playing now for the very first time. Which, I've never played that game. before. That, oh, that game is so good. I've said before that's the Weird only game. Cameras. That's the only game where I've actually played 3D, and it convinced me I needed 3D. I also, didn't play it in 3D. You can get. Shadow of the Colossus in a movie. If you watch that Adam Sandler movie where he loses his family and 9-11 attacks and goes insane. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. I forget what it's called, so maybe we should look it up at some point. But there's a movie he's in, and he plays that game. So, bam, there you go. It's in a movie already. Nice. Well, it was what was that? Not, not Punch Drunk Love. It no. Was, it, was it was the one with Stand uh, by Don me. Cheadle. Stand by me. 
I no, think it's it wasn't Stand, Stand by, by Me. me? Is that what no, it's no, it's something like that. That movie is hella old. I don't know. That's the movie about the kids and the train, the leeches, and and uh, into that song. It's gonna bother me. Old, by which you mean Called it Stand came out me. when I was it came a kid. out in, in like the eighties. All right, I thought it was something like that. But came out before. I'm wrong. I was still dead when that I, came I out. I reached into my head. It's of Stand movies. by Mel. <laughs> and the main character's name is Problem Solved. It's that Jack Nicholson movie with Adam Sandler. Those six. There's like says, rain something. I'd say Devil May Cry rain one. Over me. There it is. Two or remake <laughs> would make a perfect action movie with some modifications. They could hire the guys that did the action scenes and CG for Brotherhood of the Wolf, Whipblade, and Monster Wolves are totally up Dante's alley. Since those DMC game, since these DMC games have multiple, have many minimal stories. We could make a movie with mostly action and badass CG monsters with just enough story to tie it together, just like the games. Mm. I don't there, think... There is I a, think the new one has more than minimal story. What about, like, a court drama? I mean, there is a DMC anime. Devil, yeah, that's true. Yeah. For the uh, the older series. Fry, yeah. where he's up for the death penalty and he's appealing. Oh, I thought you were saying Devil May Fry as, like... A cooking show. <laughs> or that. Ooh, that's fine. Ooh. That's nice. Or a court drama. A Devil dun, May dun. Cry cooking show? I would watch that. Cooking angels and stuff. Mm. I don't know. What would he cook? All right. We got anything else from there nah. that you really want to read? All right. Um, then we're going to wrap it up. Uh, new question of the week. Uh, did Xbox own or are we exponed? Uh, <laughs> I think we've kind of we've we've kind of answered that again. Uh, well, let me let me make it more well, specific. Did, talked about it. did the presentation Xbox owned or own or was it Xbox? I you know I don't know. Fuck it. Fuck uh, it. Xbox presentation. What do you think about the Xbox? Uh, let's <laughs> let's ditch that stupid uh, attempt at cleverness. <laughs> I'm four beers into this show. <laughs> there you go. Is it a sex box? What? Can uh, you? Ha- that's already. Can been you confirmed. have sex with the new Xbox? It's you can have my sex, sex box, maybe. and her name is Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> Said the Family Guy. Thing. I don't want to have sex in front of the Xbox. Well, what mean, are we talking about? No. What it's What do you think on. of the Xbox? So you, did Did you get excited by the the presentation? Did you hate the presentation, but you're still excited about it? Did the presentation make make you lose faith in it completely? Uh, let us know by going to videogameapocalypse.com and weighing in in the comment section of this week's episode, or go to lasertime.com slash forums, uh, find the discussion thread, and let us know there. We might read it on next week's show. So before we go, uh, we're gonna. Do some plugs. Anybody have anything to plug? Tyler, go. Uh, PCGamer.com. You can listen to our podcast. You can see stuff I write about PC video games. It's Mm -hmm. just playing games on a computer. It's fun. If I want to follow you on Twitter, where could I find you? Tyler underscore wild. Not the word underscore. The character. (laughs) All right. Ryan? Uh, GamesWriter.com. You can click through a bunch of galleries. (laughs) <laughs> read some uh, really cool things, hopefully. And uh, I, you can, I'm uh, Ryan Teljanik on Twitter, R Y A N T A L J O N I C K. One word, full name. Uh, MacLeft.com. A couple days after this goes up, you can read my coverage of a couple super secret Ooh. iPad things that I can't talk about right now. But uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at Wikiparas. That's A Z, not easy. I am at BDR and Lewis on Twitter and 
by the time this goes up, our website will be launched. So all the stuff that I've been doing at Ubisoft is now live. You can go to ubblog.com to check out all the cool shit I have been making and doing since I started working there. Uh, it looks pretty neat. Go check that out. We've got, I think, 80 posts live now the day that we launch. So go read through those. They're pretty cool. So is it Ubi? I always thought it was Ubi. Ubi. It's Ubi. Ubi like ubiquitous. Oh my God, um, I've been mispronouncing you know, it this whole time. Of, I feel oh, like no, a no, fool. No, 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 don't feel bad because a lot of people within the company call it Ubi, Ubi, Ubisoft. But the there was a video official <clears throat> official mm-hmm. name is Ubi. It's kind of adorable that you actually thought I was uh, upset. Oh no, I was <laughs> or embarrassed. A, a lot of people do not pr- like the. It, it, it's either one. It's either one. I just mm-hmm. say Ubi because that's correct. Ubi. It's you <laughs> buy soft. It's like ubiquitous. You that's soft. how they explain ubiquitous. It. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ubisoft. All right. Ubisoft. Well, that's our show for this week, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, stay tuned next week when we'll come back with more show. Goodbye. Fart. <laughs>